We are live. It said broadcast live. We yeah. are on the third round of Hooper and Caceres. Uh, to this point, Caceres has been banging them with the left hand, really dominating on the feet. Great. Mm -hmm. Just landed a great jab there, too. Hooper maybe edged him out on the grappling, but not much. Not much at all. It was questionable at that. Oh, Kerry, this is our first time doing this. Yes. On this platform, right? Yes, first time on StreamYard, on Facebook Live, and YouTube at the same time. Kind of impressed that I was able to pull this off. I'm John the Manimal Benedici. You can find me on Instagram at Manimal John and Twitter. Although I've been a little quiet as of late, I might have some things to say coming up. Ooh. Kerry, do you get an introduction? Well, Wednesday. We can do a way on Wednesday. Well, Wednesday. Get crazy. Get uh, you know, soon we might actually have some stuff to talk about. Oh, we oh, oh we are definitely. I mean, out now, but we're, we're gonna get some content up where I'm gonna. I, I just sent you some like Ooh. major today, so he caught him again there. Yeah, and he's doing. Caceres is doing a nice move where he leans out and throws the right uppercut. He did that a few times, and this fight's been nice. And I do like that Hooper pulls guard. I mean, he's trying. He's like, all right, listen, I'm having no success on the feet. I have to do something. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to take I like what he's trying here. He's trying an armbar attempt. He's not really taking much damage either. We're just at like 10 seconds behind. It's just, it's. Oh, I hate when that happens. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Damn it. Oh. Light, 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 light. Uh, I, mean, I'm I mean, you got to give this fight to Caceres. He dominated every round. Yeah. Who do you think is going to – who do you – um? what do you have for uh, the, the main card? Who do you think is going to win? What do you got? Let's do some pick-ems. Uh, you know, I love jujitsu. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to see Spencer catch Nunez. I think it'd be a yeah. great upset. She has the opportunity. And uh, she has the skill set. She's very underrated. A lot of people are like immediately when I posted it up, people were like, oh, the Brazilian that, that don't know MMA. And, you know, Nunez, I'm like, do you have you guys seen Talisha Spencer's resume i'm like and you know what why don't you go watch some of her highlights because she is extremely talented she went five rounds with chris cyborg which is crazy yeah which is insane and let me tell you she gave chris one of the most devastating cuts that you've seen on chris cyborg and it was with an elbow very close in the clinch i'm pretty sure it was like right breaking it yeah. out an elbow. i'm right right yeah, she did catch my nice elbow. Caught her nasty, too. Right in the middle of her face. That was, uh, I think, it, where was that fight? Because some places that looked at. Was that in Canada? Was it? Maybe. Maybe, because she fights she fights out of Canada. No, I don't know. I'm not sure. It might have been, but who knows. And then she beat Megan Anderson and submitted her. Yeah. yeah. She submitted me. Anderson. There's something I like. I find, to be honest, there's something I just find really sexy about Megan Anderson. I don't I know who it is. She's like very. Um, her dog's name is Odin. I don't know if you know I that. Know that. Yeah, and then she has like the Valkyrie tattoo on her. I don't know why you guys have this. You know, similar. She's like seven feet tall. 
she's a she is i have a picture with her she's giant she was at a tattoo convention that i was at with the booth and she was literally i was up to her shoulders at best she's a giant which if you know your norse mythology odin himself is no stranger to banging giants Mm. part of a lot of his stories so nothing wrong with that no stranger to bang a giant (laughs) a few times uh because in Norse mythology, you know, you have to read metaphor too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the gods have sex with the giants, even though you would think they wouldn't. And their offspring are very powerful. Okay. And that's, they have that actually in biblical mythology, whatever you want to call it too, where angels would come and meet with uh, humans. Yeah. So you would have, you know, and, and if you watch Ancient Aliens and all those wild shows, they talk about people with elongated skulls and all this crazy shit. And they fight. And then the union of the gods is always fruitful. So anytime an extraterrestrial or other entity mates with you, you should have offspring. Yeah. I mean, that's the theory, right? In mythology, is anytime a god mates, they always have offspring. It, you know, and I have to say, I kind of think that's the next chapter of what's going on. Yeah, you see what Joe Rogan put up? The aliens are like huddled around and they're like, I'm fucking nervous, man. You know, next. They're like, we're up next. Crazy because um, I think it was on, was that on RFK Jr.'s uh, Twitter or was it JFK Jr.'s? Like somebody made a Twitter page for him and they shared it and it was, we're up next. I'm really nervous. It's, yeah, LA is so funny. I put up one today and it said, um, uh, wait, July. and then it said July and it was, um, the picture of Independence Day with the big UFO over it. You know what now, I'm talking about? right now is Independence Day really happens on July 4th. No, wait, I'm, you know, I'm worried a little bit about meteors. Uh, there's one that's supposedly in our orbit, like right now, it's huge. Huge. It's like the size of the Empire State Building, which is big. And then I question Space Force. Like, you know, look at Armageddon. All these movies do come from somewhere. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. Remember what the – is it who says it's not art that imitates life? It's life that imitates art? No, no. It's not life that imitates art. It's art imitates life. Yeah. Something's happening, and – Movies report on it. Yeah. Movies like show it. The art shows it, but there's probably something there already. Oh, absolutely! They talk about that all the time. That you can look into movies that are uh, have a lot of. Uh, oh, did I show you? Did I show you an MSNBC posted? Did I send you that one? No, you didn't. But did you see Nancy Pelosi glitching out for like ten seconds? She couldn't get. It was the best thing I ever. <laughs> Let me look at my notes. She couldn't even get her sense out to where she goes, I'll just read this. Like, okay, thank it's, you. It's tough because we've all been there as orators. Like sometimes you're just like, duh. Hold on, wait. Look at this. Okay. Can you see that? Mental fail. Pull it back because I can't see. Hold on. I'm trying to get this. Mental lapse. You can't see it? What is it? Okay. Is that troops? No. Okay. So. It's two pitches. The top, yeah, is MSNBC reporting. Okay. Oh, I see. On riots and protesting. Mm-hmm. The bottom is that same scene. Yeah. It's from World War Z. 
<laughs> straight up took the movie thing and said that it was. You know what the best part is? Is that if you look at half of this shit, like literally I question now watching all the movies that I've seen and watching how technology has come from like A to Z and we've gotten this crazy CGI and shit. I question everything. Like what is staged? What is uh, conspiracies, but whatever. You know me. Yeah. I was wearing the tinfoil hat, even on a Saturday night while watching UFC 250. Why were they the only people allowed, the only show allowed in town? Dana White's really good friends with Donald Trump. People shouldn't hate on him right now. <laughs> That's the only really happy to have the fights on. What? Donald Trump is actually happy to have the fights He's on. He's thrilled with revenue. First off, they are friends. That's why it's allowed to be on. Hey, listen, whatever you, I'm not a Trump supporter. You know, why they had a meeting about it. It was crazy. He met with all these people and Dana White was one of them. I will say this. Um, He's the only, he's the only president to go to a UFC. And it was Jorge Masvidal. He's five. Probably because he, I ran into him once in Atlantic city Mm -hmm. at Matt's first fight. And let me tell you, you know, I'm short. You know, he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's tall. Really? Yeah, Trump is tall. He's like six, at least 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, because, you, know, you know, I'm little. Yeah. So I'm going through the casino fast. I had to get um, someone left the pads in the hotel room going in Trump Tower, you know, in Taj, I think it was in at the time. Taj Mahal running from one to the other. Yeah. And I went into a crowd of suits. And I know Joe was right in the middle of his security. <laughs> like, just reckless. I just was like, because these guys are huge. I'm like, in the middle, like, who the fuck are you? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, Donald Trump. Hey, what's up? But this is like 2001. I was, and I just kept moving. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> now he would sit front row. They didn't even notice me. I'm so small. I was like, who had them every time in the casino? He would sit front row. It was really wild if you look into the history of that. He was the first one to let him like really do it again in yes casino. But it's good revenue. Listen, it's good revenue. Oh, so that's what I want to talk about. So if you notice, UFC is really trying to get all their fights out now, especially they could do them at the Apex. Their deal with ESPN. Says they have to do like forty. Yeah, next amount of pay-per-view too. In a, they have to do like forty-two fights cards in a yeah. year, and if they do, they get seven hundred fifty million dollars, which is pretty much enough revenue to pay for everything they do. Yeah, right. If they do seven hundred fifty mil, especially without having to lay out the money for a big arena. Yeah. Flying guys all over the place. A lot of these fighters are right in Vegas now. Right? So they're all saving money. So if they can pull off, that's why they did the three fights that week. Mm-hmm. Now if they can stick to a fight every weekend because they're doing another one June 13th, yes. June 20th. Right? They're going for them. So as long as they can fulfill that end, they're going to be in good shape coming out of this. Mm-hmm. The thing that I worry about is the other shows rely on a live gate. Yeah. 
which can be problematic. Like Bellator, the uh, zone hasn't really looked like they want to really push them. And I don't think Viacom wanted to put a lot behind it either. So I do worry about it. Uh, I hope PFL and Bellator don't get killed by Corona. But uh, I know doing their season this year. They're done. They're waiting till next year. So that definitely scares me in that respect. Because PFL, you know, wasn't making any money. Now, let's say they were going to come back in July down south. I think they have a better chance of coming up coming back before uh, PFL. Well, PFL will be on next year, next. Oh, yeah. PFL may just not come back. I don't know. I can't see. How are they? I feel bad for all the fighters. I mean, that's just They made me good money in PFL. PFL was paying guys well. I know. I know. And everyone told me the check's cash. Well, because they were getting getting paid per fight. They were getting, um, you know, win or lose. They were also getting... With the and people thought that that was going into the Sponsors. championship. It had nothing to do with it. That that New Year's Eve was a whole different paycheck. If you fought on that card, you got two hundred thousand dollars to show. And sponsors. Mm-hmm. You're allowed your sponsors. Um, they and they do a lot of promotions for their fighters. They you really. Remember, uh, do you remember? I don't know how long you've been watching MMA. Do you remember IFL? International Fight League. Yes, yes, I do. I also remember there was uh, Elite XC or something that was on uh, Channel 4. International Fight League, Kerry. Mm-hmm. They tried to make it like a real sport. But it was too early in the sport itself. It was like 2003 to 2005. Mm-hmm. It lost like $30 million in like three years trying to do it. But they gave everyone – so you had teams from cities. Okay. So Henzo had the New York team. Mm-hmm. Pat Militich had the Illinois team, wherever the hell, Iowa, the Iowa team. Yeah. And your coaches would fight each other at the end of the season. So Pat Militich fought Henzo. I don't know if you remember that. Awesome. He fought him in a guillotine choke. So they would have the coaches fight each other. And then you would have a salary of all the fighters. So everyone on the roster got like – a stipend, like two grand a month. That's awesome. And then you got paid to fight as well. Like you're a regular, you know, I think at the time. Not a private contractor. No, you're an employee of the company. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it. My boy Jay Haran did it, but it just was way ahead of its time. It's a good format. What? It's a good format. People make money. Um, What I always think is to make a sport popular, you can't rely on individual athletes as much as we love them. So like Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, arguably, right? Now, he hasn't played in 20 years. Basketball, people still go watch it, right? Based off team unity. Oh, I always, well, you know, I don't even know exactly who's on the Giants, but I like to root for the New York team. Yeah. I don't exactly know who's that is true. So there is some of that that MMA could use. Absolutely. So it would be great if it was like, yo, this is the New York team. And Ray Longo's the coach of the New York team. He has his assistant coaches. What? I like that. He has his assistant coaches. And if you're on his team, you live in New York and you guys all train together. You have a season. 
right? You have a sponsor for your guys. Like you have your own team and your team compete against other teams and you get ranking and then you eventually have some type of title contention. And you- so that would be more of a team sport in the aspect of right now, it's not like you would have like a doubles match, but it would make it where it's a team like, uh, say, three fights out of five, your team wins. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It has to be something like all right, so I wanna I get that. I get that. That actually sounds like that could be fun and the individual scores would then lead into why it would be a three out of five thing. And then you would have what you would call an all stars game, which would be the title fights for individual champs. I love that too. And I also think that doing like what um what I like that the name of World Series of Fighting because the connotation that I got out of it was champion versus champion out of all of the organizations. I would love to see that one day. You know, see see them really, okay, let's all that, you know what I mean? But that'll never happen. Yeah. I mean, cross-promoting. And rising. Risen. Yeah. And then one in UFC. They'll do it sometimes. Yep. Yep. I would like that. I would like that a lot. Change it up. Change the game, you know? I'm still in commercials now. What? Are you on commercials? Are we on commercials? No, on the ESPN. No, 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 no. Right now we're on, they're doing a preview for Aldo's fight. What the hell am I on? Not a clue. Did you even turn on the stream? Hold on. I was watching that prelim. Let me see. I'm trying to use my Wii TV, so let me see if. Uh, yeah, because you got to get on the um, pay per view. Pay per view. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, they're showing. I have to watch this off my phone. They're showing the Facebook. Oh. It was hot today. Yeah, I did a crazy workout, actually. We did uh, – so in CrossFit, they make memorial workouts a lot. Mm -hmm. Usually for, like, soldiers that die, they'll make a workout for them. Okay. Uh, so they wound up hosting a George Floyd workout. Mm -hmm. So I did that today with my guys. That was actually super hard, though. It's a lot of running. Two and a half miles of running in the heat. It was hot. Two and a half miles of running – a hundred burpees and a hundred reps of lifting, deadlift, squats. So it was, that shit was tough, uh, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. Hard to breathe when you do it. I think that was the point. Yeah. The combination of running, burpees, the fucking heat, the lift. Yeah. And there is a good point to that, you know. I always like doing those hero workouts. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. I used to do ones for mythology. Fuck, I'm trying to get ESPN to connect over here. Damn it. So I used to do like take a historical character uh, watch on ESPN. I wish they would just show these on ESPN and stop playing around with me. Don't even get me started on that. It would make it so much easier. You have to literally MMA has officially become the most expensive sport to watch if you think about it. You have to buy an app to, to watch Bellator. To be able to watch some UFC like undercards, and if you want to watch Invicta, you have to buy UFC Fight Pass. 
if you want to watch UFC pay-per-views, you have to buy ESPN Plus. It's officially the most expensive sport, in my personal opinion. I don't. The NFL isn't like that. Is anything else like that where you have to buy fifteen freaking apps to be able to watch? Things. Huh? Yeah. Like, what else do you have to buy? A million things to watch your sport. It's insane, and it's it's insane, and then people get mad about the UFC saying that they, you know, it's a um, monopoly. But if you think about it, with UFC Fight Pass and, and and people being able to put their fight cards on it, like Invicta and um, Submissions Underground and Polaris and all of that, it makes it easier where we don't have to then download 15,000 apps to be able to watch what we want to watch. It then makes it like two, ESPN Plus and UFC Fight Pass. I like that. I don't want to have to download 100,000 apps to zone all this. But I have to also buy the pay-per-views. I know. I know. It's like I got to pay $5 or $10 for Fight Pass. I forget what I mean, man, is they have you charge, they, they have pay-per-views during a pandemic when people like aren't even working. That kind of upsets me. It's crazy. I got that. I paid the early. I'm back on. Yeah. Oh, you are? Good. It's right now the preview for. ESPN uh, Plus, you know, that's what I don't like either. It's, sometimes it's choppy for me. It gets like that. Right now it's not. I, I don't have it screen mirrored because I have it running through my phone, the app, to the TV. Oh, now we got some good tats, too. I know, and I love his hair. This I guy's a wild. Uh, I love his hair. Oh, I love mustache. Yeah, I'm into mustache. I like the handlebars. I mean, if you wear a mustache, I mean, like, and have it long like that, you got to. Oh, he's a good tats, too. This is a battle of the tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even see that until you just said something. Ooh. He's got nice hair. Eddie Wineland's back is. His mustache is fucking fire. What? His mustache is fucking fire. Back tat. Yeah. You like tats? I love tats. Do you know Billy Tats? He doesn't fight. He's just uh, he just does jujitsu. He's a black belt from Sarah's. But he's tatted head to toe, like that Yakuza style. I love that. I like tatted. I don't I don't know if I necessarily like love a full body suit. I've seen guys with them. Yeah. Um, I like a little skin, just a little yeah. I do like like leg like sleeves. Like I was considering doing um my because I have a my left thigh, the outside of it. It's for my knee to my hip. Almost almost my knee to my ass. It's and then I, yeah. I, um, I could turn it into something like that very easily. Turn it into a light sleeve, you know, where this is like a three quarter up this way, and this is a quarter up. I don't know why? I don't know why, Kerry. For a second, when he pulled out his mouthpiece, yeah, Sugar Sean, I thought he was going to smoke a joint. Like just the way he went to his mouthpiece to pull it out. We're in Vegas, yo. Oh, I love the multi colors. Now I'm wondering what product they use, and if you're gonna see it run down its face. <laughs> Look at how cool it is, though, because it's like you the can see the full separation. That is the most perfect, and I'm a hairstylist, people. That's the most perfect color job ever. And the braiding, like the color and braiding combination, the way that it goes into it is phenomenal. So what it's they an MVP in my book, and they color block the shit out of it. Um, 
that, I mean, that's a rainbow. That's beautiful. That's the one of the best color jobs coming from Air Silas for 20 years. That is one of the best color jobs I've ever seen in my life. I love it. It goes with the high five. What, 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 what are we fashion police MMA right now? Yeah, I love it. Body hair is the essence of jujitsu. The essence. Yes. I'm gonna remind you when we train next week to bring a mat or something so we can roll. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to, I personally recommend Manimal uh, as a trainer for a multitude of reasons. Uh you just put it in the shape, put the carry back together again. I'm in such I'm in like the best shape ever. My better, right? What? Your shoulders. Oh, you feel great. Yeah, way better. Mm -hmm. Yep, better than I have in years. My, like, I can move my shoulder blades. I wasn't able to move them for, like, five years. Yeah. That's I can be able to do a push-up. Three. You did a fucking full body push-up? Yeah. Next time, we'll do ten. I know. I just wanted to see three to start, because you said you yeah, have no, I don't even think the second two. push-up, not a modified push-up. Yeah, the first one was solid. Not a modified. They weren't on the knees. They weren't modified. They were regular. When I like got on, like walked on my, got on my hands for a second and put my legs around my shoulders. I know that sounds crazy, guys. It's a yoga move, and the fact that I'm 41 and can still do that is really insane. And I can even do it on camera. I'm not going there. But I was able to hold my body weight up. Well, Terry, when you were, yeah, no. But you were preserved when you were younger. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think the alcohol preserved you. It was like being up an alcoholic. I am absolutely, yo, I said that. I joked around for a long time. All the drugs that I did, there was, I'm 41 and I don't know. I know, a, I like, my twin sister looks really good too, but there's a lot of people you out there that. You never did. Right? She's straight at, your twin sister's like straight edge, right? Completely straight edge. Yeah. It's so funny. It's also genetics. There's also something to be said for that, without a question. I have an aunt that's, oh no, a cousin, an aunt. She's, my cousin Kathleen is probably 50 something. And she looks like she's maybe 32. She looks so young and she's tiny just like me. So it does run in the family to be really, really tiny, like you said to my stepdad, that I'm just a skinny girl. And thank you for saying that, Sam, by the way. The, the chocolate chip coconut cookie dough balls, though. Oh, they were this shit. You got to eat it. one piece of the animal. I will pay you more. They were good, right? Uh, Eddie Wineland. Do you see what they're doing? They put together the WEC and UFC records mm -hmm. for the lower weight. Yeah, I'm here with uh, with um, Felicia and with uh, um... Invicta. Yeah, they they had it. And they're like most in combined history. Yeah. So Eddie Wineland, I was reading his stats. He uh, most knockdowns in bantamweight history, most fights in bantamweight. This is between UFC and WEC. Okay. I can figure that too because. Well, did UFC buy WEC? Didn't they buy them out? Or Yeah. They bought them fair and square, yeah. You know what I mean? They bought them fair and square. I remember when Strike Force ended because of UFC, pretty much, and they took 
a lot of their fighters. But then when Bellator, Bellator started, excuse me, and people were getting released from the UFC, they were just going back to where they started and striped for us with Scott Coker. So it's really wild when you look at like the full on history of it. And we're really now again. You look at Elite XC, which was on I think Channel Two. Or I more like Elite XC because they like showmanship. Do you remember that? Okay, so do you remember? I can't remember who it was who had the um. Their cauliflower ear was so bad it burst on TV. Thompson. It got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger every second. I forget who I was watching with. I'm like, this is insane. What are they going to do? Thompson was Kimbo Slice. Okay, yes. And now, mind you, that was years ago. So I thought that was really going to do well because I was so excited to see it, like a fight card on, like, real network. Kimbo. Side spike at the time. Because I remember watching the first Ultimate Fighter on Spike TV. I remember watching um, Ronda Rousey. Did she break me? Force when she beat her with uh, when she took her title. She broke her arm, no? Yeah. Yeah. I remember my dad was like, you got to come see this shit. It's crazy. There's this really pretty blonde chick. Beating yeah, the I also don't forget, um, you had, I like that he came out in the crouch. Yeah. You also had in that um, Gina Carano. Really. Yes. Star. I like What happened? I like Eddie Wineland's movement, but he just, Ducked a kick, which is, I mean, okay, he got away with it, but you gotta be careful with that. When you start ducking kicks, the guy might bring the knee up. I mean, it's a dangerous play here. <laughs> but I mean, Sean O'Malley does, he's very dangerous, O'Malley. See that kick? He missed again. He's throwing a hard kick. We're, uh, we have a laugh. Put that kick down a little bit, he's gonna start landing it. We have a lap, laps in seconds again. Damn it. Ah, too bad. But Eddie Wineland got to watch that. Yeah. Good move. Ooh. It looks really good. Oh, nice. It looks really, really good. They both do. Yeah. Ooh. Nice shots. Both of them are uh, landing a couple shots. See, I don't know where you're at in it, and that's the only reason why I'm just going to let you say it because I don't. I think you're a couple seconds behind me, so I saw those shots before you did, but I'm just going to let you go. <laughs> Lags like we're together on the same thing. Well, here on this in the future, we could have like a guest not with us. Well, yeah, and, I mean, you know that people could be the table, and in the future, when you know, like the world is somewhat back to my we, ah, you know me, my life, we we do it. Woo! The world's back to normal already. Whoa! Ooh. Damn! What a shot! Right? Oh my God! What a shot. Damn! Wow! He's out. You were does some really great color bobbing. Wow. Like where his skin accepts color really well, which there is a, a thing to be said for that. My skin soaks color up. I have tattoos that like I still have white in them from years ago. Like my skin just soaks that shit up. His does too. Or he just, like I said, has a really good tattooer that knows how to pack color in. 
Nice. That was really beautiful. Chris, let's see. His hand was down. Yep. And he hit the floor hard. Big time. His head bounced off the mat. That's what you got to watch out for. That's what happened. Like, he almost hit hard like that. Yeah, that's not good. I don't like seeing that. Actually, I remember being at um, an amateur fight card and hearing somebody hit the mat after they got, but it must have been a really like hard underneath. It was just so loud. I was like, <gasps> I didn't think it was going to get up. I was so worried. It freaked me out. Fuck. I mean, competitive for what it lasted, but man, his hand was down and he just wow. went perfect, right? I was gonna say that was a beautiful and caught him right at the end range, like the perfect range of that shot. Yeah. This is one forty-five or one thirty-five. I don't know, but you know what's really funny to see how much he's grown in the last since what was he uh, suspended for a year or two years? Uh, almost two. Almost two. Huh? Almost two. Okay, so I was right. He was almost two. To see how much older he's gotten in two years, because he was so young when he first signed. If you think about that, like you can see how his face matured is wild. I love seeing the progression yeah. and his skill. Like that was, it's, it's good to see him back. And when are they gonna just like, when are they gonna get rid of the marijuana on um, uh, being a performance enhancer? I know, it's just, well, Elias Theodoro is Canadian. Yes. He got the first exemption for it. So mm -hmm. you'll see some Canadian fighters get exempted. Okay. They should. It's stupid. I mean, we, you don't, it doesn't, it's not a performance in answer. See, you know what, but. Maybe it, it is. Huh? I tell you what. I don't know. Maybe it is. But I don't think. I think in the sense that it might make you try some things that you might not. Normally. I would like to. When I fight, anyway. What? Because I'm too relaxed, and yeah. plus I can never fucking make weight yeah. if I'm getting high. No way, impossible. Look at this. <laughs> we've seen. This? We've this seen heads. Forty-five. What? Weird. All of a sudden, through the middle of it, as soon as if we smoke, what is it? Within like a half an hour after smoking, I'm like, I then I get really. I was like, we smoke. I'm good. About a half or an hour, a half an hour into training. All of a sudden, I'm like, I don't know what combination you just said to me because I I'm from an hour ago. So, no, I really don't think it is. If you think about it that way and the progression of, like, how it hits your body, it's... It's not a performance enhancer for me. No, not for me either. You saw how I got. I can't even remember what you just told me to do five minutes ago so, or two seconds ago. So imagine trying to hear you in my corner going, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be... I, I wouldn't get it. I'd be so like, what? Get <laughs> back of the face. Like that. Oh, he caught him with that heel kick. Now, however, Ooh. hot and cool is a whole different ball game because, and a lot of people, either you can or you can't. For me, it'll make me try things that, like, I love trying in practice where I'll try it in, like, a real match. Oh, yeah. And just break some crazy shit out. I like fancy stuff, so it's like I've only played pool high. What? So I, I've only played pool high. Mm -hmm. I can't play any other way. 
Oh, guess what we were talking about tonight? Like about five minutes before we went live, talking about PB2. Players World 2. That was fun. Probably next April or May. Can we make it a little bit shorter day, though? Uh, no, we're going to actually, it's going to be clo closer, which is awesome. Um, it, off camera, I'll tell you the location. Oh, my lights are flickering like a motherfucker. Off camera, I'll tell you the location of where it's going to be. But uh, I, where I think it's going to be, I, I can't say for positive. I don't know. But where I think um, it'll be closer. We're definitely, you know, going to work out the kinks of changing, you know, the format, like where it's going to be. Uh, the elimination will probably be different. And making sure we switch people over to the, uh, as soon as they lose, go over to the, um, the smaller tables. That way it runs a little bit faster so people aren't out of there at 8 o'clock. And I might suggest doing it on a Saturday instead of a Sunday, but we don't even know. We haven't talked about it. Saturday might be better. You know, if you think about that, a Saturday actually might work a lot better. So we have a lot to talk about, but we were talking earlier about how we do have the opportunity to really promote the shit out of it, like, with the time frame and stuff and get more things added and, you know, make it, make it cooler. How you doing over there? Woo. <laughs> I'm thinking about the Apex Center. That's all. Yo. Close to, you know, the UFC just really built a complex there. Well, they're about to freaking have Fight Island. I mean, what is he thinking? Fight See, that honestly skates a lot of weirdness for me just because of all the little weird things we're hearing about. You know, there was a chain of islands. It wasn't just Epstein Island. There was also Nexium Island, which was owned by Keith Rainier, which was one of the first sealed indictments to be unsealed. Just throw that out there. Is there drug testing on Fight Island? I don't know. I'm sure there is. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm sure there is. We saw the Florida because there's a lot of weird little islands like off of the coast of Florida, and I think that's where uh, Keith Rainier Place and Epstein's. Was Florida like, has the worst drug testing. What? Florida barely ever even drug tests. Ask guys that came up fighting in Florida how many times they were drug tested as pros down there. If you had ten fights in Florida, you're lucky if you ever tested for one. Mm. Who's this fight coming up? I don't know. I haven't even looked at my phone. I forget. <laughs> I haven't even looked at my phone. Oh, Eddie now. My friend Eddie was watching was watching. I don't know if he's still on. I can see we have comments. So listen, I'm still upset that they're fucking around with Aljo. That they didn't give him a title fight. We talked about that. This fight for the title. Who's saying that to you? What? Even my stepfather was saying that, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm like everybody knows. Like, what the hell? It's the stupidest thing ever. He deserves a title fight without a question. Um, how many more times are they gonna make him? I was joking. Hold on, can I, I was joking when I said this to my manager. But he's like, "Yo, what's up with Alja's title shot? Why do you keep ducking?" I'm like, yeah. he's black. I was like, "What the fuck?" But it's not true because you know. But I don't know why they fuck him. But I don't I really don't know why. Is he does he not popular enough? I feel like guys people like him. This is what I wanted to say. And I don't like ever saying to people like maybe they're unpopular. And it's not that they're unpopular. Now you gotta look at what I look at and I know what promotions look at. Um 
and he is he's he's super popular especially in new york so i don't understand why um why he wouldn't be but the first thing i look at is i look at he has the following he's got a hundred and forty seven thousand followers you know what i think it is sometimes it's not if you're popular it's they like a guy who's just a little more popular than you 420%. Jose Aldo lost his last fight. He gets a title fight. Let me tell you something. And actually, that, that's absurd to me. Looking at his, I've never really seen his following. He has a big, big following. What does Jose Aldo have? It's worship that they haven't. I'm telling you, that's why Dominic Cruz got to follow the fight, too. Yeah. At 135, because he had uh, like a million followers. He's, he's on the broadcast team. Money talks. Money talks. People don't think it does. And I tell people, I implore people to use Jose Aldo has 2.5 million followers. What happened? Jose Aldo has 2.5 million. That's what I'm talking about. But now you also are talking about that guy, Jose Aldo, right, is on the level. His last fight doesn't matter. What? Any real sport, this never happens. This is what I try to explain to people. I know. Any real sport, you never have the number one face the number seven. Twelve. Yeah. I know. Don't get me started. I get so I get so personally offended about it because they should be matching people up as per their ranking. And right now with UFC, I can literally actually say they don't give a fuck about rankings. They haven't in a very long time. Number one contender, there is no such thing. If you have a loud mouth and you talk and people want to see whether they like you or not, that's why they gave so much to um, Colby Covington. People love to hate him. People love to hate that guy. That's why they gave him so many chances and so many shots. Do that. Huh? He had to do all that talking or else they would have... Come on. He, if he didn't play that Make America Great Again card, would he have gotten the title fight? I mean, he is a talented fighter, but, you know, that guy. Well, he did have to fight Robbie Lola first. Yes, he did. And he beat the shit out of him, really. So. He put his money where his mouth is there, but, you know. He thought he did great in that Usman fight. What? He did great in the Usman fight. I was going to say that. He was no slouch in that fight. I mean. They're giving him shit because he broke his jaw. Yo, he broke his jaw and kept fighting. He didn't break his jaw. And, this is true. And he broke his jaw and kept fighting. I think he won that round with a broken jaw. No, it's abs you're absolutely right. And furthermore, people need to understand from what I from what I've heard. Now, this is just. No, Marab's fighting uh, next week. That's who, that's who's fighting. Soon. We should do I thought you say Marab's fighting next week. He just jumped in. Gangster, so gangster. I love last minute fights. I think that's oh, that's all. It's oh, balls. I love it. Um, what? Ray Borg before? What? Did Marab fight Ray Borg before? No, I'm pretty sure he did not. I will look that up right now, but I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think I would remember that. I remember that map. I would remember that matchup. I feel like I could be wrong. Let's see. Who did he fight? I'm thinking of a Oh, is it Neil Magny? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's for um, Frankie Sainz. Uh, 
that was uh, Gusto was canceled. Ricky Simon, um, Terry on where? Ricky Simon, that's the fight I'm thinking of. Ragatona. Oh, no, no, he didn't fight Ray Borg. That's, that's coming up. Yeah, no, not yet. So, okay. Yep. I'm thinking of his Ricky Simon fight, the one yeah. where he was kicking his ass. Yes. And then he got caught in the guillotine for like 40 seconds at the end of the round, but the ref didn't stop it. Mm -hmm. He was like riding the bike. Yep. And people didn't understand what was going on. Neither did I. You got stuck there. I think what happened is. Uh, <laughs> Just the way you said it. Neither did I. <laughs> so, you know what I think happened? I'm sure this has never happened to you. However, sometimes when you hit your head mm -hmm. in a weird way like that. Yeah. Your arm goes numb. Okay. But you're awake, but a couple things aren't working right. So you're in the choke, and you're not really getting choked. So this arm works, you defend. Yeah. Well, not so much. So you're trying to. And you're like. Yeah, I get that. You do some weird shit. I get that. Like you can hit your neck, like you can hit your head and hit your neck in a weird way that makes a, something go numb. I, well, yeah, because don't you have like a ton of, like, that's where all your uh, your nerves and all sorts of shit. So if you hit somebody in the wrong spot, absolutely. And I can see. You grappling, you like take the dude down and your head hits either him or the mat as you take him down. And you get a zinger, like you get numb. Yeah. And, yeah. and then he went for that guillotine, right? He rolls him because he zung. He like got weird. He hit himself weird, right? And then that dude got mounted on him with that weird guillotine. And then Rob's like, oh shit, my friend. You know what I mean? Like weird <laughs> shit happens in the fight. The yeah. fight is like an extra dimensional space. There's a reason the Muay Thai fighters like do that ritual. Yeah. You know the Ramoy? That ritual they do? Taking it. Uh-huh. That's to ward the ring of demons of like evil influences, because you're in an extra dimensional space. All right. You're not in your normal atmosphere. And they do that dance to like try. I don't. I don't know if it works, but I know what you're talking like. And I love the music. Actually, I like going to uh, traditional Thai fights to listen to the music. Oh, you like the music? Love it. Love it. Um, Warriors couple big with that. It's very cultural. So with Lion Fight, they do the music, and, and Warrior Cup does. I like it. I like. I think it's different. It's I'm surprised Muay Thai is that more popular. Me too. I've bought um my friend Nicole that was here before. I bought her to Lion Fight to cover it with me. It was like, can you come with me? I don't want to go alone. <laughs> I just didn't want to drive all the way to um whatever casino it is, Foxwoods by myself. So I dragged Nicole with me. And uh she had a great time, but she had also gone to Warriors Cup with me. So she's you know, it's funny because a lot of people will be like, Oh, Nicole's been to fights. I'm like, she's been to more fights than you probably watched. That girl, not you. Friends of ours that like don't watch MMA that, that she's been to so many fights, that girl. I've taken her everywhere with me. She's awesome. 
Okay. We should do it when, when I start. I should get you press passes to come with me. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Neil Magny's been looking good. What's his rank? I know we just said rank no matter, but it is a, something to go by. It is. Let's see. Yeah. Rank doesn't matter to the UFC as much for He's title fun. fights. They'll give the number seven guy a title fight. They'll give an unranked guy a title fight if he's popular. Anthony Rocco Martin. I do like his name. Wow, Magni has a six and a half inch reach advantage. All right. Uh, it says as of April 1st, he is the 18th ranked welterweight. Magni? Yeah. Damn. That's rough. Oh, that's, but that's not by UFC, so hold on. Let me look at UFC. But do they even have a ranking section anymore? UFC does, yeah. We gotta check it out. Uh, it's so weird, the masks. Like, these guys are fighting. Everyone's testing. Uh, Why are they wearing masks? I, I don't the appearance. I think it's the appearance. Well, like, yeah, like it's for the camera. It's like, look, we're all wearing masks. Mm -hmm. We're doing our part. The best is when they wear masks to the weigh-ins, and then they're like fighting. A lot of yeah. Can't be any close to you. Whose corner people tested a false positive? Who was it? Someone's corner people tested for a false positive like this week. They ended up being able to fight anyway. I forget who it was. Well, no. We need our researchers. Where's my fact checker? Fact checkers! Come on. They always who's take... The who's the producer here? They take my shit down all the time. When I see it, too, I get so mad. I'm like, you fuckers. Because I know I research everything I put up. Bastards. Yeah, it doesn't say any rankings on here, unfortunately. Oh, we're back. Yeah. We're back. We're in. We're in it. We in it. Animals, animals. Oh, yeah. Animals, animals. I cannot wait till next week. All right. Hi, everybody's calling my phone right now and then fucking up the fights for me. Oh, God, I got to mess Hey, Katrina, if you're watching, come on. <laughs> so, Magni has the reach advantage. So, he really should try to not be against the cage as much. What he's doing here is good. Trying to be in, uh, in the middle, but he doesn't want to get caught up against the cage. So, if you have a reach advantage, you usually prefer to take the middle of the octagon. Mm. If you're against the cage, your reach advantage is essentially negated. You're against the wall. You can't move away from me. I'm right in front of you. And <laughs> Rocco Martin has a six and a half inch reach disadvantage, which doesn't mean anything when you're grappling, which is why I like to grapple. You, I negate all reach disadvantage once I exchange in grappling. 
you have no reach advantage. We're on top of each other. Yeah. Uh, and Rocco's doing the right thing here. It's a nice leg lace that he slides through. And you'll see him go regular. And then if he can go around the other side, slide it through again. To get, if he can slide it through all the way, you've seen on the prelims, the guy turned him over with that, took him down, took the back. You yeah. can get to that. Of the him and the asshole, that's always an effective move. It's not illegal. There's nothing that says you can't knee the ass. Uh, and I guess by definition, if you accidentally hit the asshole, there's nothing against that. There's a very small target, usually. And you would, of course, have to be careful about not making that a groin shot. This is a good so. No, I, didn't say that. I don't know how far ahead or behind you are of me, but wow, Rocco really had him like for controlled him on the cage for controlled him good, good head pressure, uses his head well. So that's good against the striker, like the long striker as a reach advantage. That's also another good strategy. Try to get him tired so he doesn't move as fast. Wear him out. Now, if he can't move as fast, he's not going to be as dangerous with his reach. Because he won't be able to move. Oh, Neil Magny looking to push some. Mm -hmm. Probably not his best idea in this fight. I mean, Magny is a wrestler, though, originally, isn't he? I think Magni has wrestling credentials. Let me look it up. I am right now. Good head pressure. So this is a brown belt in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't see anything about wrestling, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It looks like more jujitsu. All right. I'd love to see a little jujitsu. Miguel Torres. Miguel Torres. He was the one, the WEC 135 pound champ, right? I think so. Let's see. Let's see. I remember him being really big at one time. Like there was a short period of time where he was, I think he had won like three in a row. WEC was popular. There were exciting fights. I mean, that wasn't the most yeah. active. Bantamweight champion, yep. The what? Bantamweight champion, See, I got a good memory. You um, do. I mean, I got to give that to Rocco Martin. He had more control. Definitely. Give him that round. Close round. Not the most exciting first round, but Rocco Martin. Strategic. Is Vegas unified rules? I think so. 10 9, right? Yeah, then by unified rules, I would give, definitely give it to. But that's just my personal opinion with the rules in my right there. So, 
I have them right there how a fight is judged. At least by the unified rules, so I can say by that. Effective striking, effective aggression, and effective grappling. But it means effective. It will be octagon, too. So that, that gives a lot of... Well, I think effective aggression is uh, what, where you, that envelops octagon control. It could be wrong, but no, it does. Magni looks like he's coming out faster this round. All right. Hopefully. I like the way Magni's looking this round better. Oh, definitely better than he was last round. Yeah, moving a little more, looking at his jab, the kick. Moving better, moving, using the range. See, if you're the taller fighter, if you could get the guy against the cage, that's not a bad strategy sometimes because then you can move in and out, and he's stuck there. So sometimes the longer fight, that's not bad either. He, ooh. Ooh. Rocco's a good counter strike. See, guys back up against the cage again. Magni should really avoid this at all costs. Definitely. It's the cage. Didn't last long. Yeah, and he came out doing the right thing. I mean, it's tough, too. Martin's doing the right thing. I tell you what, Martin looks strong. Like he's not super duper jacked. Oh, I don't know. Got to be at least ten seconds behind me. So, yeah, I might be a few seconds behind you. But he's trying to cinch up. Submission, mm -hmm. and maybe some type of. I know I'm a few seconds behind because he's happened yeah. already. That's why I'm like, wait till you see what just happened. <laughs> Takedown was beautiful. Shit, we gotta sync this up better next time. But I don't think it's you. I think it's just where you are and where I am that it's, it's a couple seconds behind. I don't think it's anything to do with the with the streams. No, our streams good, but my video is off. Yeah, it has nothing to do with it. It's still the same time. It's just I think what network do you have? I have Verizon. Like Optimum. It could. Yeah. And three seconds is a big difference in the fight. Absolutely. Oh, huge. Huge. So this is a way better round for Magni, even though I still. Top to bottom. Even though I'm still kind of giving it to Rocco a little bit, way better round for Magni. And if he can't. He still has plenty of time to do his thing. All right. Now, see, what we were saying about Magni as a jiu-jitsu guy, sometimes you gotta just try going for submissions before you actually entangle on the ground. Like, he's tall. He could try to use jiu-jitsu to look to pull the head down, go for a guillotine. Nice single. See, it almost looks like Martin's the jiu-jitsu guy, right? I was just gonna. He just went for a Kimura now. Yeah, nice Kimura attempt. It makes the guy at least have to worry about things. Yeah. 
All right, way better. I mean, Magni made this round very even. This is a very tough one. Yeah, to competitive round, more than the first. Very competitive round. He's able to employ his strategy. Uh, Everybody needs to be. Has some swelling on it, one of his cheeks. You can see a nice little knot coming out. But this is what he needs to be doing. Mm -hmm. Keep okay, but he can't do this. It's especially the last. It's competitive this round, but it definitely I would. But you know he's like doing a good job, and he winds up getting his back to the cage again. That's what I'm saying. It's now he's controlling. Because then you're being controlled. This guy has great head, great head pressure. Always look for that. Good head pressure. His head is right, pressing into his, into Magni's head. So if your head's up here, it may be very difficult for you to defend. You actually taught me that a couple weeks ago. And pressure, and pressure is important. Yeah, because I, when I when I went to slip and then I came in at you, you said almost like I had pressure against the shoulder. You took you taught me that a week ago. That round's razor close. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get a water. All right, I'm back. Yep. It's hard to stay awake this late. Don't even get me started. We say I tell you, I'm really because we're doing this. I think I'm not at all tired, which I would have been normally. So I think because we're doing. Oh, I'm way better. Yeah, I'm up. I'm good. I'm I'm fine. I got some edibles in the kitchen ready. I made the brownies earlier. I got to go make some deliveries tomorrow. Fast paced round, they're coming for this round. They're definitely both picking it up. Yeah. Mix it up with some cakes. Magni's doing the right thing, keeping him against the fence. I like to see Magni use his front kick more. Mm -hmm. His push kicks, he's tall as shit. See, those push kicks were great. Now he's back up against the cage. I really like the way Rocco's employing the strategy. Right, Magni needs to throw the front kick more and keep him away from him a little bit. And then maybe go to landing uppercut. Seeing that Magni wants to clinch him, that's a good knee in there. That's not bad either if he wants to clinch knee and then get out. And he can't stay in because Rocco's too good at turning him back to the cage. And then head pressure in him and grinding him up. Ooh, that was nice. I know. I saw the same thing. I've literally two seconds. Single yeah. leg. I like that. It's a good move. Because he, he wants to fight back. 
Mm-hmm. You hit him in a new single leg. This is a good grappling exchange, too. Martin's trying to get – he has the wizard, that overhook. He he wants to try to get him out and then swing back in, which he just did. Now he's going to turn him back to the cage. See that right hand? Yeah. He's going to try to move him to his right again, which he just did. Now they're back in the middle, though, to Magnus' credit. Martin wanted to ideally get him against the cage again. Yep. All right. Magnus landing some good shots now. Yeah. He's landing good shots. Why clutch him up? He was landing good shots, Magnus. And see, he keeps doing the same. He, he tries to turn them. Oh, fuck. Martin's fired. Fuck. That's the worst. Tired mm-hmm. sucks. That's like almost almost worse than getting knocked out. <laughs> getting tired and worn out. Fucking getting tired. And not being able to do but he's recovered well. Oh, he's exhausted, yeah. Yeah, but Matt, uh, Martin. Oh, he's he's away, so the opposite. Huh? That's, a, that's a lot of work. Ooh. Yeah, it was a, this last round is, ooh, this last round is very competitive for Magna. I almost give Magna this round no matter how it goes the next minute, 42. I definitely give this to Magna this round. Oh, what minute are you on? Right? Minute one. All right. So you're like five seconds ahead. And five seconds can be. I'm moving five seconds before you. It's funny. You see, there was one move before mm-hmm. where uh, Magni grabbed his wrist and he used, Martin used his knee to pry the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that move. That's an old school one. Yeah, Magni won this fight, definitely. I mean, Brocco would have to knock him out. Yeah, I think it would almost be a draw if you oh. gave Martin 10 9, 10 9, and Magni might squeeze out a 10 8. And he keeps the side. Ooh, nice elbow in there, too. That's what we got to work. Mm-hmm. Some elbows. Oh, I like elbows a lot. A lot of Tell you what, Martin Smart, he's doing a good job of taking it. Who was it? Ryan Faber that put both of his hands during, uh, I think, I forget who he was fighting, and he ended up just straight elbows. Uriah Faber, Mike Brown? Huh? Uriah Faber, Mike Brown? I'm not sure. Maybe, yeah. But I remember that fight. It was amazing. I remember that. Yeah, I remember him just throwing elbows the whole fight. Yeah, because he broke both of his hands really quick. Then I saw the guys break their hand and just keep throwing it. But he was smart. Instead of just having endless damage to your hand, fucking just throw elbows if you can, you know? And you're right about that. It was such a threat. I would say that. Do you think that's a 10 Eight rounds in my personal opinion. Ten nine. I would say a 10-8. Magni clearly had this round. This was a not there wasn't a close thing about that. Magni I mean, it was like I, I of course um 
We're going to be close for the judging because they see something different than we do. And I can never say when people get mad at the judges, I'm like, listen, they're right there. So unless you're. There's a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But I gave Martin the first two rounds. Definitely. If I give Magni a 10 8, then it's a draw, which would suck. But I think they might give it to Magni. I mean, they should. I would give it to him. He looked way better. He's good enough to win, but now should this judge's scorecard be open? Like, Kerry, what do you think about now, I forget what organization was saying they were going to do uh, the open scoring card, but you could say, who was that? I don't know, but if you knew it, right, then now, let's say, hold on, I'll say I was right. Sorry. Wow. Wait a second. Hold on. 30, I have mighty senses, and when I say something's going to happen, it usually does. Wait, 3027, Carrie. I know. That means, see this fuckery right there? That means two judges gave him every round? Absolutely. That's exactly what that means. And he didn't have every round. The first round by far. Um, I can see a 29 28, mm -hmm. but I would have gave him a draw. <laughs> you know what's crazy with me with fights is, yeah, I'll look at stats, and that's how I sometimes will, will guess who's going to win and, and try to have a pick. But sometimes, and this has happened quite a few times, where it will on paper look like the other person's going to win. I'm like, no, I just, there's not going to happen. And it's just something in my spidey sense is coming up. That person's going to win no matter what. And it, it it's weird. But I never bet on my never bet on my picks ever ever. I can't because then I'll lose. My Mark had a great takedown there. He got right around the butt. I mean, Magni really took it away the third round. See, if you score the fight as a whole, then you of course have to give it to the fight as a whole anymore, which is great. It, it, and that's the crazy thing because they go round by round, so a lot of people don't realize that either. It's each round and. Well, that's why I said I thought Martin could have either won or that. Oh, wait, I want to hear what Rogan says about the scorecards. Oh, James, thank you. I wasn't sure for a reason. New York Stroll. Some comments. 10-9 in the third round. A lot of people are saying. Screw the third round, 10 lines for Magni. I have Magni winning a fight, 29 28. Oh, it's funny. We got people watching on YouTube because I, I could see the comments of where they come from Facebook and YouTube. Awesome. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. It didn't look like 30 27 to me, but. And we'll give a quick shout out to Marco. Mar uh, Marco, I can't pronounce your last name. Mayo, I don't want to pronounce it wrong, so I'm just going to say Marco. Michael Thompson, James Gillen. I, sorry if I fucked that up, but uh, what's up, guys? 
So uh, we're about to, I think Aljo's fight's next. Yep. So, you know, Aljo's my training uh, partner. So we got half the crew out in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Too bad the dispensaries aren't open yet. I think they're only delivering. Mm. I'm going to save this. I think I have like enough for like one or two more bowls. Oh, okay. right. So that's good. That should get Magni back up in the rankings, though. That should get him close to the top 10 again. I remember at one point, Neil Magni was highly ranked. I think at one point, he was like number six or seven. Definitely. At 170. Um, but yeah. What? Aljo's next. Aljo's next, yeah. I mean, the guy he's fighting, uh, he's uh, Sam Hagen. I got to be the tallest 35er, really. Yeah. Aljo, there he is. Look at that hair. Yep. And then you got, after that, the co-main event with Cody Garbrandt and Rafael I can't pronounce his last name. See, the UFC center, the apex and the... The PI right next to each other. They're like in the same lot. Uh, it's funny whenever I, I mean, I guess I am the coach. I coach. But uh, I went with Steamroller and we're like, he's like, oh, well, you were his coach? I was like, not really, but I guess I coach. I coach a lot, yeah. I mean, I'll probably wind up coaching a lot more. Who knows? Uh, I'm working on that uh, group, the group class with a couple girls. A couple girls begin. They actually. You know what? I'm doing a little mini camp next Saturday. I could use two people. I'll send you the flyer uh, tomorrow. I'll throw it on my Facebook too. I'll take you. Yeah, let me know. I don't really my Instagram. I don't really Facebook. I can I can definitely share that. I don't really do the book of face. All right. I get nervous when my boys fight. Oh, Kippo slicing the street. Oh, these are great the old school uh, street fights with Kimbo and uh, Jorge Masvidal. Mm. Jorge Masvidal was like the light guy. So if you were a heavyweight in the backyard, you sparred with Kimbo. But if you were like 170, it wouldn't look right if you sparred with Kimbo in the backyard because he's like 240. Yeah. It looked, if you beat him up, it looks bad for him. Absolutely. If he beats you up, it looks bad for him. There's no honor and dishonor. So Jorge Masvidal was the, was the lighter guy who you fight. I wish they would give – I bet you Masvidal doesn't even want that much money that they don't want to pay him. Probably. I mean, him and me sold that fight at the Garden themselves. That was... There we go. They sold their own fight. That was one of the best, like, entertaining lead-ups, fighting. Great card. Amazing. That was a great card, too, at the Garden. Yeah, absolutely. And they just made that fight themselves. They're like, yo, let's fight the bad motherfucker belt at Madison Square Garden. I'm like... It was great. Everyone loved it. What's crazy, though, is a lot of people, you know, 
a lot of people got upset about the cut, right? And you can't make an absolute argument for it because like, what, a week later, there was like just as bad of a cut, but they let it go. It depends what state you're in. New York, especially after a lot of uh, U.S. fighters pass away, you know, boxers and stuff. So I really think there was a reason why they stopped it when they did. But, you know, Nate Diaz, that guy is used to fighting through. And he just got that same cut the fight before. I know. I said that. I'm like, dude, these people really got to get this shit. But it was New York. So there was a reason. I would love to, honestly, I would love to see that rematch with him and Jorge. I think you'll see the rematch with him and Connor before that, to be honest with you. I'd like to. UFC's about money fights right now. They're going to do whatever's going to make them money. So I, that's at least how I see it, especially with what's going on with the pandemic. And that's why I think they're, if, if the, you know, Conor McGregor's next fight, I would definitely say it's been long enough and I would get behind the trilogy at that point. Um, Cause I said they would, you know, the first and the second were so close together in my personal opinion that like when they were talking about the trilogy right away, I'm like, that's ridiculous. You got to wait a couple of years. It's been time. Right. So you have Conor and Nate fight. The winner fights Jorge. The winner. We're going to title contention. See, here's the problem. I would love to be Nate's strength and conditioning coach. Mm. Really just his strength coach. Yeah. If he wants to be competitive, like yeah. the title at 170, right. yeah. he just has to be a little more jack. I know it sounds silly to to guys like him, but he just what? He's wiry. Which is okay. I'm not gonna. He'll only be wiry. He's got that lanky, like arm thing that I. <laughs> I just need to put 12 pounds of muscle on him. Oh, is that like kind of like you were telling me you have a plan with me? Yeah, I would put 12 pounds of muscle yeah. on me. I understand. And it would be fine. He wouldn't even have a hard time cutting. This mm. muscle is mostly water. Mm -hmm. So when it came time to cut, he really only have to cut an extra four or five pounds, and he don't to make one seventy, and that's nothing. Yeah, he'd be fine. He walked in the fight at one eighty five, mm -hmm. at one eighty for a one seventy pound fight. Do you think it's both of their frames, him and him and Nate? They both have that kind of frame that they're lanky and doesn't matter. He should walk in the fight at one ninety. That's it. 187. You want to be a light? You want to be a small 85? We'll get at 185. Yeah. We'll get at 180. Anthony Pettis walks in at 177. He only cut seven pounds. I mean, listen, all things being equal, would you want to. I see the fight as driving race cars. Right, in the cage, you're like a race car driver. Okay. You have to perform for a two to 100% for a very finite amount of time. And during that time, I don't give a fuck what happens to the car. So it has to just be built solely for performance. And every ounce counts for performance. Like you have to be, think about it, the race car has one seat. It's it. Fucking race car, right? Like, there's no extra in the fight. You want to be the perfect 
ratio of strength to mass to weight as much as you can for your body type. So Nate could stand 12 pounds of muscle. This guy goes, Victor. Victor says that's a lot of tacos. It's a lot of tacos. No, I'd have them on. Um, that was funny. <laughs> tacos? I mean, listen, no joke. He can eat rice. He had to lift heavy. Well, that, you know, when he said that he started fighting, the gym that he started training at, the guy said, well, because well, well, they were not from a very well off family, and they said, well, we'll feed you tacos. That's why he started showing up to do YouTube. Forget about, I'll make them, forget about tacos, I'll make them enchiladas. <laughs> you know, give them some real calories. Damn, Aljo's rip. Mm -hmm. Who's he got? Yo, who's got that little fro? Is that Aya Quinta? Yeah, that's that's definitely Al. You can see. That little fro, let me see. Yep. Like, I saw this profile pop out for a second. It's definitely Al. Yeah, everyone got the fucking masks on. It's hard to tell yep. who's doing. No, it's definitely Al. You can see he has 420%. Two-time NCAA Division Three All-American, Cortland. Yeah, yeah. Al got a nice little throw going on himself. He does. Oh, Stephen Lee. Steve Lee, my other co-host, Carrie. So you know what I was thinking? Fight companions are a little long. Mm -hmm. I might just want to run a Sunday show yeah. for an hour about the fights. Because there's going to be fights every week now. Yeah, absolutely. There'll be MMA news. And instead of doing because Fight Companion is going to run a long time. Yeah. It's a lot of commitment. Well, we could always do just the main card or pick, you know, like the last fight, a couple fights or whatever. You know, we don't have to do whole. 5'11. Why is he so tall? And why is his reach <laughs> Why is he so tall? And look, his fucking reach is short. That's like me. I'm short with a long reach. Yeah. He's the opposite. He's gigantic. He's tall with a short reach. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> like a big body with a small head. You know, you see those people, their face is like their head doesn't match their body. And it's like, what? <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. Oh, wow. You can see, like, man, talk about afros. Yeah. I like his hair. Pumpmaster got it. I mean, if that just shows his discipline, Kerry, mm -hmm. that he can keep his hair that much, keep that much hair, and still make weight. I love it. Right, if you're worried, you take it down close. He's not worried. He's good. His hair don't hold him back. His hair don't hold him back. It's like that. It's jiu-jitsu, your chest hair. Don't let your hair hold you back. Do they only catch get one ring card girl per thing now? I would assume so now because of everything that's going on. They only circle half, I think. Yeah. Here's a small cage. Uh-oh. Like the prize. Oh. I got my COVID decorations up. 
Aljo's, I mean, I tell you what, Aljo's wrestling. It's about to be. Ooh, the human backpack. Yep. The human backpack. Beautifully. Oh, shit. It's so red. The human backpack, the anaconda. The backpack, I like that. That's what he calls it, yeah, human backpack. Yeah. Oh. I like to see Aljo go to the mountain now. Mm -hmm. Got a nice body triangle too. This is a rough spot. I always tell myself when I roll with Aljo, don't let him get this position. And don't let him get mount. He's deadly in the mount too. I'd almost like to see him go mount instead and start beating the shit out of him. Oh. Yeah, that's in way better. He's a that Oh. Oh. Yeah, that was beautiful. Taps, he taps. Yeah. And he's out. And he's out. He taps. He doesn't. A couple seconds doesn't even know where he is. <laughs> Shit, quick, too. That's beautiful. Oh, fuck. He's like, what happened? Yeah. He had no idea what was happening. Joe. Holy shit. That was good. Holy shit. Yo, Aljo just finished the number four guy. That got to be the quickest submission in Bantamweight. Definitely. That's a quick submission. Oh, wait, he had multiple submission attempts. It wasn't just one. He went for the choke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, that was crazy. And the guy tapped. And just the second it took the ref to get him off, yeah. he went out. Like, that's how tight that choke was, right? Oh, and it was a matter of yeah. one to break it, and he was already slumped. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to hear something really? Texted me. Yeah, you want to hear the quickest little intel that I got right now? Little quick little drop. What? Conspiracy little intel. Dude, look, wait, no, I want to watch. Look, he taps, and he's out. Yep. Yeah, he's out. Right. It's so crazy how fast he went out. Damn. Wow, he's slumped. He's he's really out. Oh yeah, no, he was super out. I didn't even know where he was. That's just the beauty of jujitsu. And then he's like, where? Oh, fat. yo, Aljo looks so good. And you know what's crazy? He did a fucking basement camp, really. Mm -hmm. Sick. Wow. Yeah, give this man a title fight. I mean, come on. What the fuck? Yeah. That should have been free. He should have had a title fight. I know. <clears throat> Damn. And then just turn that down, down just so that they don't get the copyright thing. I mean, that's the most impressive win I think he's ever had. Number four guy just finished him in less than a minute. What was that? Minute 28. No, okay. It seemed fast to me because my heart. Is no, that was fast. 
We have minute 28 for a submission. Just turn down your uh, the TV on your end so they don't get the copyright thing. Yeah, because you know that's a bit fucking. Evelyn Bazookia and Al Iaquinta. Yeah, yeah. Raging Al, Stephen Lee, and Bazooka. Yo, that's such a dot. I mean, that's just about. Can it get any better? No. My best friend texted me. He's like, "Wow, like." Mm -hmm. Idol, real champ, real champ, boom, that's it, real champ shit, right? Like, come on, just so impressive. Yeah, so impressive. Hold on, let me take a picture of this shit. Mm -hmm. Fuck, I want to see that again. <clears throat> Hold on, let me just post. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> this is why I need to show the next time. Awesome. Yeah, it's so awesome. So fucking sick. I mean, listen, you know, I love jujitsu. Everyone's like, where's Ray? I'm like, yo, they had they had to stay in New York. First, there's no direct flights. Mm. You know, to Vegas. It's a mission to get there. Yeah. Not so easy right now. These are all young kids. Mm -hmm. No families. Really, like, that they have to go home to. Yeah. I'm sure Ray and Matt, it's not so easy for them to go. Absolutely. Let me see. I want to hear what he says. Damn, he put out a lot of energy in that fight, huh? He's he's like, I mean, he really squeezed. He put it out. Yo, took the back so nice. Right. Jason Rao. I can't help it. Jason Rao's so good. I like it. He wants to do a fight in Jamaica. That's a good. I like it. Why not? Yo, know, that's lit. I'm down. Yo, did I tell you 
was supposed to go to Jamaica with Tammy for her birthday. And the, the quarantine and everyone, we couldn't go. We were canceled. It sucks. Nice. Man, Jason Rao gets a lot of shout. Got a lot of love. He's good. He he oh he doesn't do MMA, Jason. Only jujitsu. Okay. Jiu-jitsu. I mean, even Gordon Ryan says that he gives a, he's the toughest guy on my train. He wins all those rise tournaments. I mean, he's good. Fucking he makes me really upset. I he makes me really upset. Yeah. I don't, you know, because I'm like, because I remember when he first started, and yeah. the, 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 one of the best and worst things about jujitsu is when someone whose ass you kick then can kick your ass. Yeah. The best thing about jujitsu is when someone who kicked your ass, you kick their ass. So, uh, I got work to do. The thing is, MMA skills take time too. Yeah. So, like, up to a certain level in jujitsu, you might not need more than that in MMA. Yeah. She's not going to come up. Mm. It's like, imagine if you knew the answer to 500 questions. Yeah. But. This particular test, you already know the hundred questions okay. that they're gonna ask you. You'd be better off studying those hundred questions, absolutely, than the five hundred, and with a random hundred assignment. So, in jujitsu, jujitsu with no striking, there's like five hundred possible combinations. Mm. Or more, there's millions, right? It's endlessly complex. In MMA, there's other things that are complex that can get you knocked out. That'll happen more frequently than these things in jiu-jitsu, which almost will never occur in the fight. That you might spend, if all you do is jiu-jitsu, a lot of time in this. Yeah. Because that's where high-level jiu-jitsu will be won and lost. So there's a certain balance in what you need to do for jiu-jitsu and MMA. Yeah. That being said, Aljo probably has the best – he says he's the best grappler in the division, and I believe it. Well, that was 35, he's the best grappler. Yeah, who's better? That was awesome. Maybe Henry Cejudo wrestling-wise, but who's Henry Cejudo submitted? That's the difference right he's there. Old guys, yeah. Yeah. Because Henry Cejudo is a monster. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about jujitsu. Let's talk yeah. about jujitsu. Aljo pulled off the beautiful Sulia of stretch. Just turn that down in the background if you can for me for a second. Yeah. yeah just because stupid guys. Wasn't copyright. I want to give up. Yeah. I'm excited about this Bruce Lee documentary. I know. I'm really excited about it tomorrow. Look at Chuck Norris's chest hair. That's great chest hair. He had like full, full on shirt. Full, full, like a patch. Uh, is that where Chuck Webner? I chokes him out with the guillotine. Mm. <laughs> so funny. Bruce likes to finish the fight with jujitsu, actually. Because doesn't he catch Kareem Abdul Jabbar in the head and arm choke? 
I think so, right? Oh, so Aljo, Sulia stretch, right? Hard move to pull off. He pulls it off. First one in the UFC. Mm-hmm. He had a guilt, that nice standing guillotine uh, in one of his fights. He had uh, a head and arm side choke against that Japanese dude. Mm-hmm. He's had some great submissions. So as far as jiu-jitsu, I mean, who's better? And it's crazy that his fight was... I was ranked number two. He better get that title fight. And they better not make him rematch Marias for the title. No. That's stupid. They shouldn't. Marias just... I can see them doing that, but it would be good for him anyway to avenge a loss. This is true. And Marius is definitely taking a lot of damage. That Jose Aldo fight, he took a lot of damage too. Mm-hmm. And it's still crazy that you can, if you're going to give Jose Aldo the title shot, you really should overturn that decision then. If you want to look legitimate. You know what I mean? Like if you want to look legitimate, then you have to kind of stay legitimate at this point. I know. No. A son Sal. I'm pulling through because he's the older guy. Mm-hmm. Although I like I'd like to see Cody Garbrandt. Get back to his uh, yeah, me too. Winning ways. I feel like they built him, Cody Garbrandt, to just defeat Dominic Cruz and win that title. And after that, he kind of like completed the mission. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he he did good in his first fight against Dillashaw. A lot of times he completed the mission. I like that. What? I like that that he completed the mission. It's true. He completed the mission, and then it left him in a weird place afterwards. He might not even think that, like, what the fuck are you talking about? But it's kind of like, I'm sure that he had it in his head. Like, he had a road. Yeah. And sometimes defending the title, especially when that road was for Dominic Cruz, the guy who all your boys fought. So you almost had, like, the benefit of all their shared experiences. Mm-hmm. And the road up there, right? You were, you 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 were so singular of progress. But I'd like to see how he does now. And his fight against Munoz, I thought he was winning, but you know, I do. What is he ranked ninth? Wasn't he just ranked eighth on the screen before this? I think so. I swear, right? Hair is insane. I'm like, this is seeing Cody Garbrandt with that long of hair. Holy shit. Yo, yeah. quarantine. Huh? Quarantine blues out here. I like I like the, the, the pompadour. I dig it. You like the pompadour? I like that That's shit. I like, I like old school gracious shit. I used to work at Rockabilly's. It was a, um, a rocket, like a rockabilly barbershop. So that's all we did was uh, pompadours and shit. I actually became really good at them. Pompadour. Could be not for nothing. 
Winnie Bay, he could be hiding uh, a, a spot. I just saw when he bent down, he's thinning a little bit right here. So it's like, don't try so hard, just shave it. I'm all about that. Spot. I huh? that. He's hiding a bold spot. And you you shave yours, you don't hide to shave it. I tell people, guys all the time, shaves that are sexy, man. I think I'm getting uh, a little more growth by being a yeah. I gotta definitely, I can't wait till my barber gets back though. I like what he does, I like a shape. I like to get it shape up, I'll, you know. I like, I need what? my black, listen, black lives fucking matter because I need my barber around. Please, when are they gonna have barbers back? I don't know, I, I you should, I'm already, uh, I don't wanna say it, but I'm already, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the shop going to be open? That's what I mean. It's, I don't know. <clears throat> I heard that my friend's uh, store is opening up, I think, next week. So <sighs> that's, that's a, that's a uh, hair salon, so I don't know. They're going to cut my hair around the mask. No, you know what you They're going to cut your hair around the mask. When you were, when they're about to do your sides, you take the ears off and just hold it on your face. I'm gonna. You just hold it over your face. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna wear like a little bubble, and they can come inside my bubble. <laughs> they can put their hands in my bubble and cut my hair. You know, like the bubble yeah, boy, like the Seinfeld. Where <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's see. Raffle runs out. So is it to, to make to be able to make hair salons? Yeah. Sal, fourth most wins in UFC WEC. See, they just combine them. They're like, no, that's it. Same shit. That's it. Like this is the same now, which it really is because if there was no division and you bought them, you have to carry it over. Same for 145. Please, UFC didn't even have a 155-pound division for real until 2007. Super packs. Because it got the rest From the different, the downfall of other organizations. True. Garbrand, no, no. A sun is my height. That's what I like to see. The alternate reality manimal. Is how tall? What? Is it your is it your height? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the ultimate animal, uh, mm -hmm. the one thirty five pound champ. Ah. Oh. Before I got too thick. Is he your height too? The the other, the alternate animal is he the same height as you? Yeah, but he okay. never hurts his shoulder, so he yeah. runs straight through. All right. One thirty five. Uh -huh. He's a real dick. He's a real dick. Asshole. But I got a leopard print Bentley, so fuck everyone. I love you. I got a leopard print Bentley, so not just And this life is much more tempered. That is so. But it's much more subdued. It's good. I can help more people this way. Not just myself. I do like. I'm saying. I'm. I'm 
You know what? I'm going with Cody Garbrandt now. Now I'm I'm voting for the Pompadour. Yeah, I like the Pompadour, man. And he, the, yo, let me tell you, whoever his stylist is did a really good job on that blowout because it's just staying. <laughs> they blew it out. They probably took it out. They wet it. They blew it. They re-wet it. Blew it again. Put I product. Like blew it back before. I know. I do theatrical hair. So to achieve a look like that, to get it really to stand up and not fall when he's about to get in a cage and shake his that's work. That's a good stylist right there. I'm impressed. I'm impressed with the stylist tonight. Between uh, Sugar Shane O'Malley's hair. <laughs> you could even see that. Looks like they had a roller right here in it. So funny. Oh, we lost John. Let's see if John pops back on. Uh, and if not, I'm not going to be here alone. There's no reason to do a whole fight companion by myself because then there's nobody to talk to. So we're going to wait and see. Hopefully, we can get Manimal back. Text him. Manimal's internet went out, which uh, has been going on lately all over the place. Guys, I think I'm going to come off the stream because I can't do this alone. I mean, I can, but I don't want to do it alone. And if Manuel happens to get back his Wi-Fi, we will be back for you guys. But it's looking like this is the end of our fight companion for UFC 250. Uh, uh, oh, wait. We might be. Hold on. Wait to see. He might be getting it restarted. Find out. There's two more fights left. We're in the middle of uh, Cody and Rafael. Cody's back piece is huge. All right, guys, we are going to cut it. Um, We'll be seeing you guys, I believe, next week. There's a fight on. Um, yes. All right. So we're going to cut the stream. Manimal lost his uh, Wi-Fi, which Wi-Fi has been going out all over the place. I'm surprised mine hasn't gone out. 
Um, so with that being said, everybody have a wonderful Saturday night, a wonderful rest of your UFC 250. Uh, this is Carrie Stellar. I had a really great fight companion with John Beneducci. We will be back next week. Probably, I'm pretty sure we're going to do it for fight companions or maybe a, uh, after, uh, like a, the next day to talk about the fight card. But, uh, guys, let us know if you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for coming on and watching and we will see you next week. Again, this is Carrie Stellar. You can follow me all over the place. John Beneducci is all over the place too. Manimal John, Manimal Training Camp. And you can follow us. MMA UK here at MMA UK News on Facebook. We are MMA UK on YouTube and Twitter. Um, on Instagram, it's MMA UK underscore Insta. And we also have our website, MMAUK.net. Again, you can follow me, Carrie Stella, pretty much everywhere in the girls' corner as well. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the rest of the fights.